0: You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices.
1: Loyalty is my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it, his hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only
0: one in your camp with cheese, you
1: pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. United. No names, these are just theories, if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit, it's kind of eerie, baby.
0: Like the chemtrails in the sky. It's a fantastic right? I'm so excited to have some amazing performers and co-creators of Old Christmas Tea, a British comedy that's coming right here to the Seattle area very soon. But I'm excited because we have Aaron Hogan in the building with the co-creators and I think Hollister also knows will pop in as well. So we're excited to have them both joining me today virtually. Of course, it is the top of the show, so it's a great time. For you to participate with us, go ahead and tag and share the screen with folks who you to benefit from a daily dose of dopamine right here on the David Tray. If you can't watch us, you can still listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search for Media Network in the David Tray. You'll find me on every platform Google, Spotify, iTunes, whichever one you your favorite, go ahead and search for us and you'll find us there. Well, I'm excited because. They time in schedule to join me
1: this morning. I want to welcome the co-creators of Oh Christmas Tea. Hi, Aaron.
2: Hello, hello. Hi.
1: <laughs> hi. Alistair, hi. Both of y'all, how are y'all doing this morning?
2: Uh, Good. You know, it's a quick morning going from city to city. So we woke up this morning in the last city we were in and then lined it to Beaverton where we got shows this afternoon and this evening
1: amazing well thank you so much for making time in your busy schedule it's really funny because reading up on this show i i've i've got a little bit of a glimpse of that the fact that y'all are very funny first off and you're doing this amazing show in a way that really allows the audience to laugh along with you tell me more about the creation of old oh christmas tea
2: well so uh, what we try to do with our shows, uh, with all of our shows, and especially with Oh Christmas Tea, is we try to give the audience an open invitation to join us in the play. So our shows take place on the stage, and then we play with that distinction between uh, what is the difference between what's happening on stage and what's happening in the audience. And so the audience actually gets folded into the production uh, in, an increasing, in increasing ways as the show progresses.
1: Well, that's always, that makes every show different, right? I mean, to a certain degree, because audience reaction is something I'm always talking about with live performances, and y'all are doing something that is even more inclusive and really connecting with the audience in a unique way. How are you finding audiences responding to your shows as y'all have traveled?
3: Uh, One thing that I love is never having been in a city before, we... uh, we arrive at the theater, and our first uh, kind of taste of the people in the community are people watching the show. And right from the get-go, we can have a sense of how the show is gonna go based on how and what they react to, how early on in the show. And what I've found so far in this tour, we've done 26 performances so far.
2: This year, yeah. um,
3: Most of them in in the States. is really warm, uh, warm audiences who are ready, ready to have fun. And it's such a pleasure to perform for that kind of openness and willingness.
2: And that, yeah, that openness and willingness, you need that in order to join in the play. So our show is about uh, imagination becoming reality, this sort of sense that what's happening on stage is it real? Is it imagined? It's a theater show, so it's not real. Yet, if we are willing to accept it as real, then anything can happen. Because if we can accept our imagination as reality, then our the world is our oyster, so to speak. And I'll say yeah. that it's not easy for everyone to embrace that. Mm-hmm. So we get the majority of the audience feedback we get is is glowing and just like wow I haven't felt so elated or so connected or or you know my I introduced my kid to theater by going to this show and it couldn't have been a more magical experience and we also get some people going like whoa that was that was weird that was I I don't know what, but that's not my style of comedy because our show challenges you it's like Hey, are you, are you willing to not just sit back and watch and, and and laugh at a funny joke? Are you willing to accept the, the absurdity and the magic of playing together? And as adults, that's a high task. That's a, that's a high part to to leap over.
1: Yeah, no, I can imagine. And now y'all have me even more intrigued to come and see it because, you know, for me, for someone who goes to a lot of shows, I think that is, really intriguing to be able to get something that's different where we get to participate Um, and it's rare right I mean there are some shows that really need that kind of audience participation that audience buy-in so to speak in order for it to really go off without a hitch and it sounds like I'm not at all surprised honestly that there are some adults who have a harder time accepting that because oftentimes we pay for a ticket and we're going to see something and we're just expecting to be entertained right or enthralled in something and i love this idea that it really is on us the audience members to help make the show what it's going to be for everyone. Um, and that that layer of buy-in. So I love hearing the wide range of that. But I'm also it also is exciting to hear that kids get to explore so much of their imagination with you all. When you were creating this show, were you thinking about the wide range of audience ages who may be there and how you could get everyone to kind of participate?
3: I think naturally we're drawn to that, but we weren't aware of it when we were creating the show. So our first few shows, this is our fifth uh, creation together. Um, Each time we're, we're trying to bring to get, we're we're trying to put the funnest things we can on stage. uh, And that does uh, always pretty much include involving the audience in some way. And, and so Huh, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> hey, did we create it for kids? Like, no, we
2: didn't create it for kids. Kids know how to play. Kids, kids are natural players. They don't need to be told how to imagine. It's the adults that need that uh, then catch up to the kids. The kids in the audience just offer a nice little conduit, like a little speedy on-ramp for adults that are with them to join on.
1: <laughs> I um, love that. A speedy on-ramp. <laughs>
3: Keith Johnstone, an improviser uh, teacher who's who's done a lot in the world of improv. Um, I I remember him quoting a book. I don't remember which book it was. Uh, And he said, uh, we like to think of adults, uh, sorry, as children. We like to think of children as immature adults. Um, But it makes more sense to think of adults as atrophied children like <laughs> as you get older, you you lose these these natural abilities to imagine, to play, uh, to kind of un, uh, to unhesitatingly engage. And what we try to do in the theater together is rekindle that that sense of wonder, the safety. Like the people who find themselves uh, in costume on stage during our show, which is kind of. The extent to which we go um, is we try to make them stars. We try to make them have an, as um, amazing an experience as they can. Uh, and they get to feel like the audience loving what they're doing. And it's really a one of a kind opportunity. Like yesterday, two days ago we were at a theater, there was 900 people in the audience. And I remember one of the characters from the audience um, who I, I think, based on their comfort, had probably never ever like being a performer, and, and there's just a room full of people applauding them, laughing at their choices. Uh, and it's, I mean, for them and the audience, uh, such a unique uh, scenario that, uh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, that says a lot, though. Y'all are actually providing not just a, a opportunity to be entertained, but an opportunity to explore that imagination and creativity, which oftentimes adults don't have the purview to do anymore, right? I mean, I love it because I'm I'm right there with y'all as a creative myself. I get to do more of that because not only is it like my job and it kind of requires me to be able to play in that creative space, but also I think about so many uh, folks who grow up and what they end up doing on their job doesn't necessarily allow them to explore that. So I love this opportunity of being able to do that and it's great to hear that y'all go so far as to get people in costume on stage i mean it's reminding me of a show that i saw with the blue men group where they finally they brought people on stage they were doing all of this kind of call and response throughout the show and then they brought actual people up there to participate They didn't get in costume, but they definitely were there to participate in these kind of engagement um, types of shows, the ones that really require people to step outside of their comfort zone oftentimes are so fun. And a lot of folks walk away with that understanding of like, man, I'm remembering what it means to be a child and to explore that, that part Mm. of me again. Um, But, but y'all, y'all have done so many shows together. Y'all are, you know, preparing for another show. What are some of the top things that you're really wanting the audience to walk away with when they come to old Christmas tea?
2: I want people to go leave thinking like, wow, that can happen in a theater. That can happen. Like to feel uh, inspired, uh, to feel closer with their community, to have had a community experience together, I think is really, is really uh, a worthwhile pursuit. And, you know, that's one of the things that drives us as creators. It's like, we think there's value in bringing people together to have a shared experience.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, it, this is so unique. I I gotta ask, I mean, what got y'all two together in the beginning for you to create your first show? Were y'all already friends? You had ideas. Tell me more about the beginnings.
3: We uh, met working on a theater show together. We didn't know each other previously and we had a wonderful experience. It was a very immersive show that uh, had a cast of approximately 50, 40, 40 or 50 people.
2: Yeah. Uh, a huge many-month-long prod, many month long project. And there was like, no one was in it for the funding. It was all for the fun-ing, for the funding. For, <laughs> take the D out. Uh, <laughs> it was like, It was like months of work. And for those few weeks on stage where we got to... Uh, uh, create together. And what was really cool about that show is, is we weren't following a script. Each person was given the task to create their character and create their relationships, and and the sort of creative team shaped what everyone's contributions were into the overall show. So we came out of that experience
3: with this feeling like, oh, we were part of creating something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we can create mm-hmm. and, and Alistair uh, had, uh, at the end of the show, we wanted to keep working uh, uh, together. It's like, Oh, theater. The theater's awesome. How do we do this? <laughs> so, you know, bit by bit, we, we created skits with friends, yeah. um, you know, produced cabaret shows. And eventually we happened upon these James and Jamesy characters. Yeah, it, it, I just want
2: to add that it, from that show, uh, we decided to sign up independently uh, to study with this amazing person, David McMurray Smith, uh, based a, out of Vancouver Canada. at the time in Canada. Yeah, and he his approach to performance is centered on uh, it's through clown, but not necessarily the red nose clown. A clown, clown being uh, a really emotionally uh, Accessible, being an emotional vessel that can communicate uh, and be really present with our with the audience. So that presence with the audience is something we wanted to cultivate. So we studied with him extensively, and he's actually one of the co-creators and director of our shows now. So David Murray Smith, uh, we owe a lot to that incredible person. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Well, I mean, this kind of uh, beginning, honestly, I'm not shocked. At what y'all were able to create together, because again, you know, there are these various forms of what uh, theater can be. And when we begin to explore those forms, we get all of these amazing types of shows that come out of it. Like what y'all first worked on, you know, again, something that's not scripted, you know, you're going off of the cuff, this kind of improv way of creating characters and really molding with you're talking about what 50 people in the cast? got a massive amount of people who are there for the same reason uh yeah. to bring the fun into it and so i love that y'all have been able to carry this through and when you mentioned james and jamesy you hit the nail on the head because i was gonna go there i love i mean is that like the original characters y'all created in your first show i know that's uh part of your, your what your company name tell me more about james
0: and jamesy the characters y'all created
3: so uh so the first show, uh, not James and Jamesy. The second show, I'll just say it was called Superhero Boy Band, uh, and the third show, um, these James and Jamesy characters we happened upon through improvisation, and they improvised a skit together, and we put that into a cabaret show, and the audience response was unlike any yeah. we'd ever experienced before. the The yeah. characters, I'm James. I'm we're um, kind of an everyday relatable an, I see like the a, audience like an audience representative on stage yeah now I think of it I'm an audience representative and uh <laughs> oh, someone's getting a call <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I said silence my <laughs> ringer and I didn't <laughs> uh, yeah. um, and Jamesy is uh, an eccentric character mm. who uh he's just really peculiar and this ongoing desire for both of us to uh To care for each other, to be curious about each other's worlds, uh, helps the audience, through me, kind of hold an interest and curiosity in this peculiarity. Mm -hmm. uh, Peculiar,
2: like imaginative. I I like to think of it as like Jamesy lives in the stage,
3: believes what's on the stage is real and can't see the audience. The stage is his flat. Uh, where we have a weekly tea party, mm-hmm. and his imagination is so fantastical, and I don't have that active imagination, mm-hmm. so I I arrive at his uh, flat for a tea party, and I I see the audience, and I I talk to the audience, and he's confused, I'm like like who where, is, like, who is, who is you, talk? you
2: talking to? Who is you talking to? <laughs> you know, it's and, just us here.
3: So there's uh. this uh, juxtaposition of of kind of this uh, proper character type and this absurd character type and they're ongoingly interfacing Mm -hmm. uh, and the audience, it's, it's just a scrumptious uh, experience. And you asked
2: asked about the names, James and Jamesy. So, so there's this in one of our shows, we say two sides of the same coin, like, because I'm exactly like you, like it, with everyone in the world there's so much that we share there's similarities i so <laughs> we we come together and there's so much we share yet each person has their differences so i you are james i am james c i am just i'm i'm like you but a little bit different and that little bit
3: different
2: that difference is something that can challenge each other it can cause each other to grow uh, and it can make us each unique. So in our shows, it's these characters that trust each other and trust each other to explore the unknown together so that we explore the unknown and then grow as individuals. Our relationship grows. And that unknown is the same thing w- like between James and Jamesy and us as performers in the audience. The audience gets to have the vulnerability uh, of entering the world of the stage, the performer or, char- or the characters we're perform- performing get to have the, the vulnerability of entering the audience. Uh, and then this interplay starts weaving together and then the differences are celebrated and we all grow as a result.
1: Oh, my gosh, y'all. This is what I'm talking about. You just got (laughs) to love the exploration y'all are going on, the path y'all are taking to explore these characters, bring them out to the audience, get audience engagement. So much for people to gain when they come to one of your shows. So I'm so glad y'all are coming to our area in Seattle with Old Christmas Tea. Of course, if the folks out there in the audience want to connect with you all, want to get tickets, please let them know how they do that.
2: Sure. Ochristmastea.com. So O is just the letter O, and T is the whole drink spelled out. (laughs) T-E-A. Ochristmastea.com. And I think there's only about two dozen seats left in Seattle at the Neptune Theater next Thursday. So we'd love to see you out there.
1: Wow. Y'all have done a great job of getting the word out and getting the people to come. Thank you so much for making time of your busy schedule. I'm so honored that we were able to make this happen today and that I got to connect with you both. I'm going to try to make sure I'm there. If I can be there, I want to be there cheering y'all on and experiencing this entire thing.
3: (laughs) Today, we have our day with Trey. On Thursday, you have your day with (laughs) Jay and (laughs) Jay. All right.
1: <laughs> well, absolutely. Well, thank so y'all so us. much.
3: Well, you bet, right, Trent. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bye. Oh my gosh, what a fun duo, y'all. I mean, if you're not already thinking about, wait a minute, dude, I get tickets to Christmas Tea. You want to get to that website and get your tickets today. I definitely am going to be following up later today to make sure that I got time in the schedule because this is something that is not only fun for the family, but when you as an adult get the opportunity to explore your imagination and your creativity, again, just like you did in childhood, there's something really special. special you get to walk away with so i'm so glad they made time for uh the day with trey today and me and for you all to hear their story i'm going to be wrapping all this up right after this short break stay tuned you're watching the day with trey
3: get ready for a night of solid gold with the temptations and the four tops Same night, same stage. The Temptations and the Four Tops together live.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. What a huge fun it was to be there with Aaron and Alistair. Make sure that you get your tickets to Old Christmas Tea. It is a British comedy, and you heard a little bit of their accents there with some of their previous characters, so you can already imagine that it's going to be a good, fun time. So I'm so grateful that they were able to join me. And before we, like, end today's show, because we're going to give you another commercial break in a minute here, but I definitely want to talk about something that I mentioned earlier, uh, I think this week around connecting with youth. Um, there's something so special about being able to connect with young people who are interested in the fields of media because media is wide. So I want to give a huge shout out to all the students over there at Allen T. Sugiyama High School at South Lake because they invited some media professionals, including myself, to their school this morning. And I got to spend some time with them sharing a little bit about, you know, some of the things that drive me in media, what got me started, and why I continue. And they asked a really great question about where we see ourselves in five years. And it's so great to hear from other media professionals like Chardonnay Beaver, who was in the building, my brother Mike Davis, who was there. And there was another amazing filmmaker, Della, who was there, who did a documentary on uh, the Chinese drill team that we have right here that's been going strong for 70 years, called uh, She marked. I mean, it was very intriguing to hear the different aspects of what everybody brings to the world of media. And I'll just say this, this is why all of our voices are so important, because we have different perspectives, lived experience and history that bring something unique to what it is we're looking to create or produce. And for me specifically on the day with Trey, I'm always talking about uplifting brilliance, right? And really giving y'all some inspiring stories that you get to take in before your day that really encourage you Um, Because I think that that's where we are. We're in a place in our society and in our world where we need more encouragement. And so those young folks just ignited me this morning with their energy and their presence and really their attention uh, that they were giving us because they were intrigued by what we had to share And it was beautiful to be able to exchange that with them. So I just wanted to share that because as we were talking about it, you know, some parts of what we're here to do, especially as we get up there in age, we start having our own experiences. It may just be that we're here to inspire the next generation to do something. That next young person who's going to be great and take the world by storm with their talent, their vision, their ability, whatever it is. But I think there's something special in us being able to be a, 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 a pathway for them, a, a voice for them, a help or support for them to actually get to that point. You know, when I look back at some of the amazing people who have been there for me, it is continual, right? So it's not just about my childhood. It has really continued through my adulthood. So some of this may be that you have something to give to another adult to get them to be sparked and do something that's going to be phenomenal for the rest of the world. You never know if you don't share. But I will say that it's also on us to take up the opportunities. I mean, it's just like what Aaron and Alistair were explaining, the opportunity for us to explore our creativity, our imagination, that childlike part of us that really does become more moot as we get older, right? It's like it becomes a moot point. You know, it gets muted. It gets dimmed. Um, It doesn't have the room to be explored or to grow or to really spark something else. So when you have those opportunities to really dive into yourself in that way, please take those opportunities. I'm telling you, it's beautiful because you know, sometimes you never know how it may impact something else until you do it. And then when you do it, you're like, oh man, wait a minute. Who knew what was going to come from that? So they just reminded me this morning, not only the young people I was with this morning, but also Erin and Alistair, that it is on us. We'll find those ways to keep ourselves imaginative, Because that is something that actually, when you imagine it, you vision it, you can realize it. If you don't see it in your head first, sometimes it's not going to come through fruition. So work on your imagination and be the one to explore it in all the ways possible so that you can vision the things that you want to see in your future. Uh, Right after this break, y'all, we'll go ahead and wrap everything up for the day with Trey on this amazing Friday with all of y'all. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Visit pnb.org.
0: Hey, I'm Besa Gordon.
1: You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Besa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to base Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13 and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13+. A new COVID vaccine is here. It's designed to help prevent the COVID variants that we're seeing spreading now. Even if you got COVID before or got COVID booster shots and the vaccine, it's important to get this new vaccine. It's safe to get the COVID shot and the flu shot at the same time. Get both to prevent serious illness this fall and winter. Welcome back everyone to the day with Trey. Oh, happy Friday to all of y'all out there. I want to give a huge shout out because yesterday I missed an important an important notification, and we were right here live in the studio, but it of course was my very own brother and director Eric calligraphy's birthday yesterday. happy birthday, director. You're the best, you're the best. And I mean, he let me go the whole day without even knowing somebody had to remind me. then, So I'm just telling y'all, you know, check on your people, man. Give them love, man. Give them their flowers now. We are so appreciative of everything that Eric brings to this show. Y'all have no idea how much of a thought partner he is. As soon as he came on board, we started thinking about the ways to elevate this show. And that's why I'm so excited for the relaunch of this show in 2024. Uh, we have some things coming your way. And Eric's been working hard. So. Happy birthday, brother. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well with that y'all enjoy your weekend there's so many things going on there's the tacoma night market there's uh, a people that are doing premieres for the color purple there's that amazing youth documentary happening at northwest film forum there's so many great things going on be out here in your community y'all get with the people in your neighborhood and in your surrounding area because i'm telling you it's so much better when we experience life with others for me y'all
0: until monday
1: at 11 am peace